and Mandy. Hope everyone's week was great. We hope you guys use this time to be healthy and happy and to reconnect with the life you want to live. Last week, we spoke about reprioritizing you and getting back to who you want to be. With this quarantine dragging along, we've had plenty of time to sit back and relax and possibly take even too long for things. So what we've been trying to instill in our viewers and ourselves is the importance of stepping outside of your comfort zone. In embracing and overcoming your weaknesses, you learn to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. You learn that you can master what holds you back so you can continue to move forward. Tune in and remember, if you enjoy the show, please share it with a friend and leave a five-star review. Welcome, guys. How are you? I'm Tom. I'm Mandy, and hopefully everybody's week has been going great. Yeah, we've got a nice long weekend ahead of us, guys. Memorial Day weekend. No, it may seem a little unorthodox given the quarantine, but nonetheless, we definitely got a little more time on our hands, as if we didn't already have a lot of time on our hands already. Um, <laughs> so, so true. Uh, we got a great conversation uh, for you this week, guys. But beforehand, uh, Mandy, how was your week? What's up? My week has been really good. Um, today was, I kind of told Tom, today was a little crazy for me. Um, but nonetheless, the beginning of the week was awesome. So I kind of took on a new challenge for myself, which is running. So those who know me know that I'm just not a runner. I'm terrible at it. So I'm trying to work towards challenging myself and it's big props are running big props are running too yeah it's it's beautiful weather that we've had this week um besides today but it's supposed to pick back up tomorrow so it should be enjoyable um and how was your week my week was really good actually um so for everyone that um oh wow you could do filters here wow i'm sorry (laughs) I was just getting really fancy for a sec. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was trying to figure out how to put the picture. I was trying to figure out how to put the picture from last yeah. time. But anyway, yeah, so um, for those of you that were watching um, recently, you guys will remember that Mandy challenged me to wake up earlier and to own that new schedule. And thankfully, this week has seen nothing but the fruits of that labor. Zoe, what's up? How are you? Hello, um, Zoe. And yeah, just kind of taking that challenge to heart, just trying to take it little by little. You know, 11 a.m. one day turned into 10.30, then 10.30 turned into 9.30, 9.30 turned into and 9, and then, but you know, yeah, little progress like that. That's what's up. And what's up. yo, Kev, what's up? Um, And it worked that. out. Yeah, it worked out really well. Like, there was one day, like, I was able to get up, like, bright and early and, like, get so much done and just, like, see the sunlight of the day. And I was like, wow, like, I got, like, by the time it was, like, 5 p.m., I felt like I was really, like, getting a lot done. And it just felt great, and I want to continue to emulate that each and every day. So thank you for that, Mandy. Thank you. You're very welcome. Um, I think that, you know, this whole, like, getting up early and just trying to build a routine has um really helped in you know trying to challenge myself as well so like i am an early riser i do get up early um i'm naturally waking up at like 7 30 8 o'clock in the how morning. how and 
I'm not honestly not really sure. I think that this new challenge of running has been exhausting me. <laughs> so I'm knocking out pretty heavily and I get a nice uh, deep sleep, which is allowing me to wake up um, without the alarms. But I've just been taking full advantage of that. And um, I've been trying to run. And this week, what we're going to be talking about is kind of their mind, um, the mind over the body um, and kind of recognizing what are your weaknesses and just kind of addressing them and why it's important to identify them so that Sarah, we can kind of level ourselves up. Right. And that's hello, Sarah. And that's the point of, you know, why we are doing these videos and why we're doing our live feeds is to just better ourselves and and level up. And so um, the only way to do that is to step Jules, outside your stop. comfort zone. Absolutely. And to kind of directly build off of that, too. Um, you know, on the show, we always talk about leveling up your mind, body, soul, and especially during these times. <laughs> um, no, I could really use an alarm, please. Um, so, for example, Jules, and to kind of recap it for everyone, right? Like on the show, we always talk about leveling up your mind, body, soul, and especially during this quarantine, how you can really get after that life you want now having the time to really get back to analyzing yourself and looking and feeling the way you want. And so um, recently, the past two weeks, we kind of shared our tools and tips on how you can start to identify things you want to accomplish in your life and, you know, get out of your comfort zone. You know, last week we talked about, um, yeah, there's a, um, if you look a couple comments up, Kev, one of our friends, her name is uh, Jules, like the Jewel Pod. Um, <laughs> and last week we, we shared our tips on how to get out of your comfort zone and how to reprioritize, you know, who you are and recentering yourself, getting back to that homeostasis. Mandy went on an awesome point about talking about realizing your enlightenment and like understanding like the positive negative momentum throughout the week. Yeah, understanding how yeah. you can like really control that. So this week we want to tie into that and we want to talk about how it's your mind over your body. So let's say, you know, coming off of last week's episode, okay, you understand how that positive and negative momentum looks. Um, and we understand that, okay, you have your, I know Kevin's hilarious. <laughs> Kevin. um, yo, uh, I'm Ollie, holding my up? laugh in. I'm trying not to laugh, but that was funny. Jewel pods. Okay, so, continue, continue. Yeah, no, all good. And you know, understanding that, let's say you realize your enlightenment and okay, I now kind of feel that spark to get something done. And that spark, as great as it is, can only carry you so far sometimes. And this is where, you know, Mandy really, you know, when we met up this week to go over what we wanted to talk about, she really uh, hammered home the whole mind over body aspect. And I definitely, uh, you don't have a nicotine problem, Kevin. You are addicted to jewel pods. You're a loser. Um, I'm sorry. You're not a loser. I take that back, guys. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> gotta, gotta have some fun. This is good, though. I appreciate the interaction. Um, Kevin, I love it. It's actually, fu it's actually funny. My face he, is turning so red. <laughs> so he tells me, Mandy, that each Saturday he looks forward to the comments that he can write to uh, definitely get a laugh out of you. So... This is all. Um, this is all done uh, for the fun of it. Definitely making me laugh. <laughs> but yeah, so definitely, uh, it was funny. We started talking about running, and then that's when Mandy really took over the whole mind over body uh, 
aspect. So she's going to get into that for a little bit, talking about how you address your weaknesses. Um, that was actually an awesome poll you had on your story. You got a lot of good responses. Yeah. Um, so I put up a poll earlier in the week um, that's addressing like, you know, what are your challenges? What are your struggles? And, you know, just kind of addressing them and then bringing them to the forefront. So for a while, um, hi, Fez, I miss you. He's one of my old clients. I miss you. Um, you know, I've been enjoying my workouts. I'm trying to be consistent. But, you know, sometimes I think that I kind of neglect the things that I'm not good at by like pushing them you know kind of further back and not addressing them and I wanted to kind of step outside of my comfort zone and see what happens when I challenge myself to do something I'm not good at which is running so for those of you who don't know this or those of you who assume that Amanda's a good runner which I get all the time I cannot run for the life of me (laughs) I seriously cannot run Um, ever since I was young, maybe short distance I can do, but I tried out for track and I quit the first day and it kind of made me like reassess, um, how fast I quit when I was in high school. Correct. She's slow. Fez, don't (laughs) hurt my feelings, Fez. Yo, Fez, (laughs) chill, man. I don't think you've ever seen me run, Fez. Um, (laughs) but yeah, so like, I remember, you know, um, I moved up from the Bronx to North Salem and, uh, North Salem, New York. And it was such a different environment. It was a huge um, culture shock for me. Mm -hmm. And so I decided to take on a sport and I did track. So I tried out for track with my sister. And I remember the first day they're like, okay, you're going to run four miles as a warm up." And I'm like, what's a mile? Like, I don't even know how long, how many rounds, you know, how many laps that is or. I think it's four, right? I think it's four Four laps laps was a mile and they wanted four miles. And I tried my first run around. I could barely make it a quarter way around the first lap. And I remember just being like in pain, pure pain. My chest hurt. I wanted to cry. It was raining. And I just gave up. I completely gave up. I was like, this is not for me. I don't want to do this. Like, I felt degraded. I felt very weak. And I hated that feeling. Yeah, it was a terrible feeling. I mean, I was just so put off by it that I just never ran again. I just didn't, I never tackled it. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, I do have like some knee issues and some ankle issues. So um, this time around, I decided like, all right, well, Amanda, quarantine is going to continue. So what are you going to do to step outside of your comfort zone? What are your weaknesses? And so I started writing them down and kind of assessing like, you know, what have I been neglecting and what can I do to challenge myself? And I decided to do running. So, um, you know, Tom asked me this really good question. Real quick, I just want to throw it in. You just brought up a crazy memory I never even uh, thought about. But so you spoke about that feeling of like being degraded and like embarrassed with like your performance in that sport. Like, I think and that emotion goes such a long way with things. Um, I remember when I was a freshman in high school, I love basketball. It's my favorite sport. But I am terrible at it, at least at the time. I was in high school, like I was not fit, athletic whatsoever. So I remember trying out for the basketball team and like literally making like three of like 15 shots, like all of which were like, (laughs) all of which were like by luck. But like the thing is, it's like, I was like sucking wind trying to like run laps around at the gym because like I was just out of shape. But I remember being in the locker room after that tryout, just being so embarrassed and degraded with my performance, being like, wow, dude, like 
you're not in shape. You can't play basketball. Like, what are you doing here? And that feeling like kind of gave like exercise and sports that negative connotation. And I almost yeah. like didn't entertain it for a while, you know? So anyway, I, I hate to interrupt, but that was a very good point. Like, no, I, I think mean, a lot I of the, a lot of people can, can relate to that. Like yeah. that experience. And then it, you just, it just sticks with you. And so you just never want the emotions, the emotions totally. with your weaknesses. Totally. I mean, and it's so easy to like give in. And, um, you know, Tom asked me this question when we were like sitting down having this combo, which was, you know, why is it important to identify your weaknesses? Like, why is that important for you? And, you know, I think that's a great question that you guys can ask yourselves as well. Like, why is it important for us to look at ourselves and point out our weaknesses? And for me personally, I think it's just to like make yourself overall, like just a better, well-rounded person, you know? why why allow those weaknesses to kind of ride over you and you know basically dictate what you can and can't do instead just like going for it and trying to work and chip at it chip away at it little by little right um no one's perfect either i mean like it's a serious question you have to ask yourself like what are your weaknesses <laughs> Tom playing with the filters <laughs> absolutely um, i couldn't yeah, agree like, with you anymore um, and so running was one of those things for me. And so I've been running five days straight. Um, my first day was so painful. I, I just like wanted to give up so badly. I mean, and thank goodness I had a friend there to kind of help push me through it. And so that consistency has been helping me to kind of step outside my comfort zone and push, even though it felt like literally knives stabbing me in my lungs the whole entire time. <laughs> I know the feeling. I know the feeling. Um, now, real mean, like, quick, you know, though, you just have to work towards it. So in regards to that, I want to. Yeah. So I want to ask you that. And I guess I want to ask you, the audience as well. What is it about like why? not to be sound redundant, but like, why are your weaknesses like a weakness? You know, like, you know, something I brought up to Mandy when we were talking about this was how, um, I, when I was early on in my life, when I was faced with weaknesses, I would almost try to find a way to justify why I didn't need them. And hence they weren't a weakness. So like in regards, like I equally suck at running. So I would always find a way to be like, oh, well, I don't need running. I could just do all this other stuff in the gym. And then thus running was like not considered a weakness, although it is. And so Mandy, I forgot what you said when we met up, but you said something about like using this time to like better like round yourself out or like, you know, yeah, just make yourself a well-rounded person. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Take those, um, take those weaknesses and make them your strengths instead of allowing them to kind of take over you and just like run you down um, and basically dictate what you can and can't do because really it's all about just like pushing through your mental. Like pushing Absolutely. through your mental. And that's why I think, you know, it's mind over body and not allowing yourself to give up and not allowing yourself to say that you can't do the things that if you continuously work at, you can do. You know what I mean? Like I just had so many excuses why I can't run, why I can't do this. My knees, my ankles, my knees, my ankles. Then I went from my knees and ankles to, oh, well, my back hurts. Oh, well, my lungs hurt. And it's like, my neck. Amanda. My back. <laughs> like, Amanda, <laughs> stop making excuses and just shut up and just do it. Like, just do it and see what you can get done. Um, as opposed to just sitting back and allowing yourself to just 
sit there and whine about it. You know what I mean? Whine after you do it. <laughs> whine after you've, you know, you've worked at it. But so this week, it's, it's all about stepping outside of your comfort zone. Like, what is that one thing that you really want to work at? And how are you going to approach it? And for me, it's like consistently hitting at least one mile every day and checking my time and seeing if my time's cut down. And I cut my time down and I know this might sound crazy. My first mile, the first day was like 15 minutes. It took me 15 what? minutes to run a mile. Get out. Yeah. I That's just pretty like, fast. No, it's that's slow. Tom, 15 minutes for one mile is so slow. Are you kidding me? In high school, in high school, you had to run a mile under 11 minutes or you had to, you failed. And I failed it three times. I failed it three times. So 15 it minutes took is me way like, too long. It took um, me like 18 minutes my first it is. time. See, everybody's agreeing. It's way too long. But um, the second day, I ended up cutting it down by three minutes and it got down to 12 and the following day I ran, I did a mile by myself and I got it down just to a little below 11 minutes, which oh, is a okay. very significant amount from three days previous. That is so a lot. Like, you know, yeah, that's like walking, like speed walking. Yeah, the 15 <laughs> minutes is like speed walking, guys. Um, but really, it was me just like really trying to get through it and not give up. And, you know, the beginning, I gave up a lot. I was just like, screw this. Like, I'm not meant for this. I'm done. I'm never going to do this again. But then I'm like, how many times have I sat there and told my clients, like, you're going to do this whether you like it or not. And I don't give a crap what you say. Yeah, push right. Through, push through. Keep going. Um, and so it was like a moment for me to, like, not be hypocritical and just be like, all right, well, if you're telling them to get that stuff done, like, what does that make you if you're just going to quit? John, I will <laughs> you know, cook like, you in a race. John wants the race, everybody. <laughs> I will cook you in a race. Not a mile, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and so it's like, you know, um, now I'm kind of like putting myself in a position where I'm I'm the one who needs the work and stepping outside of my comfort zone to feel that pain and, you know, understand that, wow, you know, I remember when I was lifting at first, this was hard. That was not Absolutely. easy. Um, but you work at it and you learn how to, you know, adjust and it gets better. And how do you how do you adjust though? How like would you say it's more so your body has to adjust, or is it like your mind, or is it maybe a combination of both? Okay, right. I feel like it's both. Totally, totally both. I think it's easy for our mindset to just like fall before our body's actually even done. Our bodies are capable of doing so much more than we could ever expect it to do, but our mental is so easy to just shut down and cut it short and i'm definitely that kind of person i mean i don't know about you tom but like oh no i'm, I'm the sure same way there yeah well, and you like that's, know you could do more but like your mental is just like nah chill sis. and that, and so <laughs> that's where i literally relate it directly back to running and things like getting out of your comfort zone and things like that because right so let's say taking it all together it's like i suck at running so i can now find ways like my mind will start to play games so like or not games, but like you'll find a way to justify why I don't need to run, why and like why it's not important. So then I'll do X, Y, and Z like in the gym or other workouts, and I won't run. And then when I'm finally faced in doing so, it's like I only go so far, and then my mind is just like, "Yo, you're dying," and that's one of the hardest things to push through, especially yeah. in. And that's the thing, running has taught me so much. Like not to get so like corny in the lessons, but. 
Um, I remember when I was doing CrossFit training and they had the air runner. It's like those treadmills that like kind of like yeah. keep going, you know? Yeah. And a lot of my workouts required like long distance running and like learning the form and everything. And there were probably two or three workouts that I was feeling gassed, but I was able to just mentally commit to pushing through and the feeling like the actual i think they call it our runner's high but like that oh, you f- yeah people yeah that. i don't get that yet i haven't experienced that yet it felt I so felt good the, just knives in my in my lungs <laughs> the whole time it just felt so good i felt like i could have just kept going like forever like your body was so Some robotic and at that point it just made me realize that okay like there is a point like beyond like there is a point beyond the breaking point and, you know, again, speaking, you know, my cross, it's, it's so fun not to digress, but I my CrossFit. That. There's a point beyond the breaking point. I like yeah. Well, what really woke me up to that was, again, my CrossFit training. Like, that was some of the most intense, brutal training I've ever done. And yeah, you guys are savages. Yeah. Are, they're savage. They really push their bodies to the limit. And, like, um, one I of the. I admire it. One of the first competitions we did, I remember, like, you can scroll back on my Instagram and find, like, the video. Like, my hands were all taped up. I was bleeding. I was, like, crying. Like, it was some open they were doing, like, at the gym. And, like, not to get into too much detail, but, like, throughout, like, the rigorous exercises, like, this was, like, my first time ever really doing anything of this intensity. Like, I was nowhere near conditioned. My hands were ripped from, like, the pull-up bar. Like, they were bleeding. They were, like, taped up. Like, my palms were literally ripped. And... I'm on the rower and I remember just being like, so like, <gasps> like just dying <laughs> and my, yeah, my, my, my good friend and my coach Harrison at the time, we were just like, bro, you got another thousand meters. Like you ain't getting off this yet. And I'm just like, I just had to okay. shut my eyes. Yeah. I was just like, there's no way I'm getting That's through that. Crazy. But, like, you just shut your eyes and you keep going. And then you realize, like, oh, my gosh, like, I can mentally turn off and keep my body moving. And I think in relation to pulling that lesson from fitness, whether it's running or whether it's life, like, I execute that a lot when I'm going through, like, a hard time or if I have a lot of work to get done. You just kind of, like, take that deep breath and you understand that, you can mentally get out of your own way. You know, that's something we talk about a lot and you can just keep yeah. your body moving. Like whether it's like you, you're busy at work and like you can, you know, get out of your own way and just literally keep your body moving through the day or, you know, if it's a tough time in your life or, you know, whatever it is, like you just, you can keep yourself moving. And that was like one of the biggest wake up calls. Cause I was like, wait a second, like I can push by, like you can't yeah. push past. It's, it's hard to do. It's not easy. Yeah, it's definitely a difficult thing to kind of like flip that switch and be like, all right, well, how do I hold on for dear life? How do I push past that breaking, what feels like the breaking point for you, but really isn't. Um, And so I was reading a book earlier in the week um, by David Goggins called Mm. uh, Can't Hurt Me. And if you guys have not read that book, it's so inspirational what he's gone through. And um, if you guys don't know David Goggins, like, 
check him out. Go on to his Instagram. Um, he's not a censored person by any means. So he's very not open with his language. And I love it because he's so raw uh, with his content. And he's so real. This man was, uh, he is a Navy SEAL. He went through Hell Week three times. Three times. Um, and one of those times he quit. The second time he got injured, he had a fractured knee, which he did work through. And the third time, I believe he made it through. So um, something that came up in that reading, um, the part that it was on, was talking about a calloused mind. And I'm like, damn, this dude's so yes. hard. Like, he's so hard. And Let's I don't definitely know talk how about he that. pushed through. This dude had a fractured kneecap. And um, they were doing this underwater thing where he had to go underwater at the bottom of a pool. And he had to tie knots with his feet was it his feet were tied and they drop you in the water and you have to tie knots and they have to prove everything this man had a fracture kneecap and he did it he successfully finished and there was a point in time where his mentor um the i don't know what the um the head guys are called but basically the guy who was checking out his work to make sure it was good was like pissing him off like you can't do this like give up now give up now like you ain't shit and really? they were talking. I didn't know that. Like waiting for him to fail, and David Goggins talks about this moment where he's like, "I'm gonna prove this mother wrong," you know, like I'm gonna flip the switch and I'm gonna show him that, like, I got this. You know, he had to dig so deep into his past and how much he had accomplished and overcame that this was minute to the things he had experienced in his life, which was like child abuse, um, child neglect. Um, he experienced a really bad upbringing and he was able to dive into that and be like, wow, if I can't, if I had to go through all that, if I had to see my mom struggle through all this and I can't perform here, then what am I doing here? Why am I doing this? Absolutely. And he literally flipped a switch and he actually took his sweet time underwater that the officer who was checking his work was running out of was running out of air and he was like come on hurry up hurry up and he's like nah david goggins david goggins was taking his sweet time like yeah you got to feel this that. son you're going to feel this and i'm like how did he do that how did he dig deep you know how do you flip that switch personally because this dude's been through stuff that's hardened him Absolutely. it's hardened his mindset it's calloused his mindset to be able to get through anything. I mean, after that whole um, underwater op they did, he ended up having to go to like get an x-ray and they were like, yeah, your kneecap's fractured. Like you you need to you need to drop this now. Like there's no way you're gonna recover in order oh, to finish the week. So this dude went through so much BS. Like he worked his butt off to get to where he was. And unfortunately he had to, he didn't even tap out, but they told him like, listen, you gotta, you got to go home. Yeah, they like forced him to. Yeah, they forced him to. And he felt defeated. But at the same time, he was like, damn, like, I can't believe how powerful my mind is. Like, it's so easy to just give up on a normal basis. But if you're able to tap into something that's meaningful and that you've gone through before and you've worked through that difficult time, utilize that to get you through what you're going through now. Um, and so my run, uh, the one, the best one I had was under 11 minutes. I was telling myself, like, this is your first solo run, Amanda, like push through, like, why are you doing this? You know, all the times people said you can't do X, Y, and Z, you've proved them wrong. 
Now it's time to prove yourself wrong and push through. You're the only one telling yourself you can't run. Literally, I'm the only one telling myself, like I was sabotaging myself. Um, and it was just like a nice awakening to be like, all right, well, push. Like, I don't care if your heart rate's at 194, <laughs> which it was. I almost died, guys. Now, <laughs> My heart rate was at 194, and but I hit that mile. And, and then I calmed down after. I was like, okay, I did it. Like, shit. Now, for, <laughs> for people who, or for those listening who understand what you're saying, but don't know how to tap into the ability to create that callous mind, do you have any suggestions on, like, what you can do to kind of find that motivation? Because I know, like, people like us, for an example, like, it's easy to kind of, like, reach back into the shit and, you know, find some fire to motivate us and i think that's why like when we spoke about david goggins we both kind of relate on that and there's still a lot more to speak on that but you know i know like you probably have realized like and even like coaching people how sometimes when you have to get them to kind of fire themselves up it's hard for some people they don't know how so you know what are your recommendations for kind of you know having access to that callous mind because we all have the ability to have it totally um i think it's interesting because um, you have to kind of look at what kind of person you are. Like, I'm an empath, so I feel other people's sadness. I feel their grief. I feel, you know, um, I put myself in their shoes, and it's like I can feel their energy, and I basically try to absorb it and take it on myself. So for me um, to kind of, like, speak to other people about it, I think you guys need to kind of, like, um, think about the achievements in your life where you didn't think you were going to succeed, but you did. And what did you have to do to succeed to get there? And how can you utilize those things that you, that you, that got you to succeed in that position to do that now? Right. Um, and so it's about digging deep and just pulling, pulling it to the surface, like slow and steady, you know, um, we talked about negative motivation. And I was just going to say, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think this is one of those things where like, you know, the negative motivation was there for me, you mm-hmm. know, like Amanda, like, come on, you know, I didn't have a lot of opportunity growing, uh, growing up and going to college, but I made it, you know, I'm yeah. the first in my whole entire family to, and out of all my siblings to get my, my actual degree. And I had so many people working against me who were like, yeah, you're not going to get it. You're not going to get a degree. And if you do get a degree, it's not going to mean anything anyway. Um, And I used all those negative things that people were throwing my way to be like, all right, well, you know what? Sit back, grab a cup of tea because (laughs) you're about to experience something on a whole nother level because I'm going to do everything you think I can do. And it was such a fulfilling feeling after. Yeah, it may had you know some blood, sweat, and tears in that time frame, but that's what those are the things that make you who you are. You know, experiencing you know the the difficulties and you know not just an easy ride. You know, an easy ride doesn't really teach you much, right? But it's the ones where you have to trudge through knee deep and shit that you end up coming out on top. You know, you have to absolutely and work on personal growth and it doesn't come easy if you take you know the easiest route out no exactly and, and so that's what that's what exactly where i wanted to go with that you know sometimes it's you know kind of speaking back to last week in terms of like positive and negative momentum you have the ability to kind of use that negative motivation and then kind of get yourself going but what about i think we both know that 
the mind almost has a, a way of tricking you into always kind of like want to back out or take the easy way out. And how can you almost like, how can you know that you're not going to opt out for those simple things? Like it's very easy for, cause it's not, people will look I at someone that's like, one of those things. you know, like, like you have to, you have to lean on somebody too for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, does that I make sense? That having people around you who believe in you, um, or find that one person who can support you in trying something new or pushing yourself further. You know, I, I think that's what helped me was having someone mm-hmm. on my side to give me the help that I needed Absolutely. in order to okay. push through because I'm so easy to like quit on myself. Yeah. But that person who was running right next to me was like, come on, like Mandy, you've done way more than this. Like you're just going to give up now. Like why? And that's the thing. Like why I feel you like your mental get to you. And that's the thing, like, it's so easy for many people to be like, oh, well, that's progress right there. Like, oh, you did start running. Like, why go further? Or, like, look at someone like David Goggins and be like, that's insane. I would never, that that doesn't mean, that is so overboard and extra. And, you know, the body and the mind is always going to seek the path of least resistance. And it's always going to want, you know, the, the path that, you know, is easiest for you and the one that allows you to kind of coast through. And I feel like not only embracing, but making the decision to each and every time do the hard task. And although you know it's not easy, it's going to be beneficial in the long run. I think like that's like a a whole skill in and of itself, like learning how to, you know, sharpen that iron because, it's not like you can just kind of be like, you know, you wake up one day and you go, oh, okay, you know, those weaknesses that I had, you know, they're behind me. I'm all of a sudden this brand new person. Like, it's one thing to make the decision to want to be better, but, you know, like even David Goggins talks about it a lot in his book, how, you know, you can make those strides, you know, forward, 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 and then fall right back down to zero. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think the consistency aspect of, you know, having that callous mindset because I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I've probably been there myself before where it's like you have that quote unquote callous mindset for a day or two and you feel badass and you get things done and you go, oh yeah, that is me. And you equally can kind of, you know, set back and take that easier way out. So like, what do you think in regards to like having that consistency? Like how do you keep that motivation each and every day? Like, you know, in addition to like having someone different answers to that, you know what I mean? Because, you know, some people work better with accountability and someone holding Mm -hmm. them accountable along the way, like a coach or, um, you know, someone who's an expert in that field and kind of guiding them along and giving them that reassurance that they need that, you know, like I'm here if you need help. Um, Mm -hmm. if you don't have the answer, that's okay because I can help you find that. Um, and then the other part is just looking at yourself and being like, okay, well, can I do this on my own? You know, when is the time to kind of like stop letting someone hold your hand and and take the step to achieving that by yourself? Um, And that's just that enlightenment period, you know, that we were talking about Mm, last week. That's something that you need to be able to to uh, work on and kind of get better at. And, you know, I, I think there's so many times I've picked something up and I've dropped it and, you know, I just like wasn't ready to do it. Or maybe that was my excuse at the time. But um, this is 
this is like the quarantine time for me to kind of pick up something that I know I think is difficult for myself or I beat myself up on mm -hmm. and make it my bitch. You know what I Absolutely. mean? Absolutely. <laughs> and um, I think that's what's really cool about that is you can in doing the hard things and taking that, you know, getting out of your comfort zone and taking that chance on, you know, not settling for what's easiest you almost build a trust with yourself of like being in control of being consistent like you can yeah you know like the more you kind of step out of that comfort zone and you push those boundaries the more you know that when that challenge comes you're much better off than you were previously and i think you know that's exactly. something i'm definitely trying to utilize a lot more in doing you know a lot more new things and trying to create new experiences and just embrace that stepping out of your comfort zone. And, you know, whether it's like, you know, running for an example, it's very easy, I guess you could say for like, you know, not only myself, but for everyone else, you know, listening, it's easy to like go for that run once a week and then be like, oh, okay, cool. I did it. And well, do you really think that that's going to change, though? Doing no, exactly. It's exactly. Not going to. Consistency is key, guys. It really is. And it, it really comes down to holding yourself accountable. And that's the thing. The mind has a. It, yeah. You know what I mean, so like, I have you ever done something that like you thought you never could do? And the feeling after was like, damn, I fucking did that. Like, I really did do that. That was me. All right. Well, it, then what happens the next day when you do it again? You just keep taking the next step forward and apply yourself every day whether you want to or not and eventually the ball's gonna roll and you're gonna get that momentum going um it's just about keeping that momentum but then also knowing like when you need a rest day or like when you need to take a step back and just recover um but not to give up and not to take the easiest route um because it's all about leveling yourself up guys it's all about like taking this time to to take <laughs> Take your life into your own hands and get control of it. And if that's, you know, that's that point where you have to write down those weaknesses. You know, what am I neglecting in my life? What am I not working on that I could be working on? And how can I get myself to that next tier? You know what I mean? And I think there's also, in regards to that, there's a lot of balance that comes into play because, um... When you look at your weaknesses, I feel like at times we all put energy and attention to all different areas. Like maybe one day it's your mind and, you know, you really just got to focus on like your mindset and your perspectives and how you're thinking. And, you know, another day you're just really all 100% owned in on your fitness and you're just really focused on how you feel physically. And then maybe you take another day to like meditate and be peaceful and, you know, get your headspace together. And all these things in a way do push your comfort zone, push you out of your comfort zone. You know, it's very easy to do the familiar things and it's very easy to do the things that are going to bring you that immediate satisfaction, but also with the least amount of resistance. So like it's yeah. easy to, yeah, like it's easy to not really have to address your mind, body, or soul, or any of your weaknesses and opt to do something like simple. So like for an example, knowing that you really should be using this time to improve your running and feel better and maybe journal for an example, like you're going to instead just opt for the same workouts and, you know, the same daily routine because not that 
you don't care for the other things, but low key, you subconsciously have like this, this fear of stepping out of your comfort zone. So you, again, like your body seeks the path of least resistance. So you'll find ways to justify why you don't need to step out of your comfort zone. And I think if there's any takeaway, like stepping out of your comfort zone, like the only way you do that is by prioritizing your mind over your body. Like it really is a it's mind so game. True. You know, like we have it's so a couple true. weeks. It's such a mind game and like so yes. you yourself back and get in your way. And like a couple weeks ago, we went on this, uh, my friends and I went on this hike in New Hampshire um, to Mount Monondack. I think that's what it was called. Um, and it's like 3,000 feet elevation. It's, it's a tall hike. Wow. Yeah. And kind of speaking to your point, it's so funny and corny how these blessings come into play. But like for you guys listening, just it's so important to, you know, take everything into um, step everything into control. Um, not excuse me. No. Um, well, take everything we're saying. I'm sorry. I, I was reading something else as I said that um, kind of like take everything we're saying and like put it all into control. Excuse me. So like addressing your inner, you know, motivating, you know, um, Sorry, I missed the subject matter. No, you're good. You're good, Shay. You're good. Um, like taking like all your like deep motivating factors and then, you know, having to understand that it's like your mind over your body and then having to push through and then understanding that you have these weaknesses. So like we're doing this hike and, you know, it's tough. It's hot. It's like five hours up. No, it was like four hours up one way. Excuse me. But like it's not easy. Like we're dehydrated. Like I have to pee the whole time. There's bugs everywhere. It's hot. And there's one point where it's just like an elevation like this, guys. Like it's very steep. And in that moment, the only things I'm thinking about, as silly as it sounds, are kind of like everything that like Mandy and, and I were, were saying and just putting it all together. I was thinking back to all the hard things I've been through. And I'm just like, okay, like you got to stop complaining right now because like this complaining is going to have negative energy. Like, dude, you've been through some hard stuff. Like, we don't need any of that negative energy. Yeah. I was like, you need to get through this. The only way through it is to just keep pushing. Like you've been through some hard stuff. And then it's like, okay, like you're really uncomfortable right now, but that's good. Like if you can, yeah. you know, like if, so we get through it and we, we get to the top of the mountain and oh my God, the view is just so beautiful. And I never had climbed a mountain like that. I never hiked anything like that before, like ever, you know, like the tallest thing I've ever hiked was like probably Terry Wild. So like. You know, really. The Yellow Trail, I did that the other day. I think that was like the highest I've ever hiked. I've never really hiked. Yeah, same, in my, in same. My life. So this quarantine has been like also something new for me. I've never hiked before. And it's hard. It is hard for yeah. people who've never done it before. And I can't imagine those views are beautiful though. Yeah, um, and like you like, get up there. There's something to say when you get up there, right? You're like, damn. That's it. Like I got up there and I literally thought to myself, I was like, wait, I... I never if I, I if you had asked me like yo you're gonna hike up three thousand feet you know in muddy wet shoes and in slipping rocks and like it's it was dangerous like it really wasn't it was a very difficult hard hike and I had like thirty pounds on my bag like a lot of water and like I'm not trying to exaggerate it was not easy it was an all day event it was very uncomfortable like extremely uncomfortable and I remember thinking during the hike actually there was a moment where I'm just like. Damn, why did I do this? Like, it would have been a, <laughs> it would have been a much better Can we turn day. Around now? Yeah, I was like, it would have been a much better day if I just stayed at home and like did the like my normal stuff. 
But then you're, but then exactly to what you said, you're like, I can't turn around. I have to keep yeah, moving through keep this. Going forward. And you know, you get to the top and you realize, wow, I, I can push through this. And like, it's another little check in your savings bank of like little positive things you did. And it's like, okay, like if I can push through this, then like a 45 minute workout in a controlled environment seems so nice, you know, like, but I think even further than that, Tom is like, and I may not have done the same hike as you, but when you get to that top of the mountain or you get to the top of that peak and you're able to take in the view, you're just like, wow, imagine if I would have never done this, I would have never been able to experience like this point of view. Cause some of those views are breathtaking. Oh, absolutely. Um, oh my gosh. Exactly. For real. So just that in itself is just, is, is a beauty. And I think there's, well, not, I think I know I read this book, um, in middle school called The Alchemist. Oh, yes. yes. We were speaking. Uh, yes. Is that how you pronounce the last name? Yes. I'm not sure how you pronounce the last name. but um, And there was this point in the book where he talks about um, this young boy who um, basically he tells him like, okay, here's a spoon and I'm going to put oil on the spoon and I want you to walk through this beautiful castle. And when you yes. come back out, I don't want you to have dropped any, anything off the spoon. It has to be exactly the way it was. And so the kid walks through the castle and, you know, he's just so focused on not spilling anything off the spoon. And he comes back out to the alchemist and he's like, okay, I did it. And he goes, well, what was your favorite part? You know, like, what did you see when you went into the castle? And the kid was so focused on, you know, that spoon that he didn't get to enjoy the things around him. Um, and I think that, you know, in our daily lives before the quarantine, it's so easy to go through life. Um, like so focused on just daily activity of like going to work, getting it done and coming back home that we forget about all the good things around us Absolutely. and all the beauty that we are blessed with on a daily. And so, you know, allowing us to have this downtime and going for these hikes and allowing ourselves to get out and enjoy the beauty or even the summer because us as trainers were inside all day. Like, True. <laughs> I'm in there when the sun is down and I leave when the sun, the is, sun down. is down. <laughs> exactly. So it's such a nice switch to be able to appreciate the things around me that I never experienced before and stepping outside of your comfort zone. It's all about looking at yourself and just being like, well, do I want to stay the same or do I want to change? And absolutely, if you want to change, it's all about putting one step in front of the other and allowing the things around you to kind of, um, you know, be part of your experience and be and part so of that change too. You exactly. know, like I think just real quick to that point, you're so right in that it took me the longest time to think, with that perspective and if there's anything you guys take away from this episode like just understand that every little bit of getting out of your comfort zone no matter what it is all plays into the bigger picture so like totally. at first at first i would be like oh why do i need to run or hike like that stuff isn't directly pertinent to what i'm focusing on but the experiences and the satisfaction and the accomplishment from running or hiking then relates to a it puts that feeling of accomplishment in your mind and you want to chase it even more and you just yeah. fe you know what i mean like totally. you feel good you know it's going to sound so silly but last no earlier this week you know mandy's you know running all these miles and you know being a triathlon athlete and no. <laughs> Maybe, maybe end of the summer, end of the summer. That's my goal is to be able to run like, 
you know, a 5K or something, you know, but it's all about that, taking that one step at a time. Yeah. Like Tom was trying to downplay, he was trying to downplay himself. I ran one lap. Give yourself some credit. And like. He ran a lap without stopping though. Yo, and that's the thing. like like, the small things. I would always have like, I would always have this little loop around my house that I would kind of like walk and run and, you know, maybe lightly jog on. And I just never pushed myself to that's crazy weight, a 75 pound weight. That's crazy. Damn. Wade says, Tom, I'm running with 75 pound weighted vest, three miles, then two mile walk. Dude, you're a badass. You're a badass. (laughs) Kudos to Wade because that's insane. And (laughs) I can't imagine the amount of a mental strength it takes to be able to push yourself to keep going with 75 pounds on body weight. Like that's some hard shit. That's a callous mind right there. Yeah. (laughs) And like tying that like all back together, like just pushing myself mentally to be like, why do I stop normally? Like, why don't I just keep going? And it was just so like walking back in the house the feeling of accomplishment, I think, is so undeniable. And I think it really kickstarted so much productivity elsewhere because totally. that then kind of made me realize, oh, wow, you can get shit done that like you that that that, that you didn't really think of like. I feel like going back to what you're saying, we get so caught up in the automatic daily life and we forget that we can be these badasses. And, you know, so so. Um, there was actually like a small thing that reminded me of an art project I did in college and it was a prompt. So graphic design, it was my junior year and my teacher's like, listen, we're going to do a poster series. It's all it's going to be about about prompts. We're going to give you give you a prompt. And I want you to give a visual answer to it. So we had to create posters. And one of them was about your comfort zone. Like, do you think there's danger in comfort? And I was like, wow. Mm. There is is danger in comfort and being in a comfort zone because you're basically locking yourself down and holding yourself back from evolving and making yourself a better person. I've never been in a situation where things have been easy and I've become a better person. It's always the moments where, you know, um, life is really hard or like I'm faced with such a challenge that's I, that I've never faced before that I've had to work through in order to get to, you know, learn about myself and learn about the things I was able to accomplish. And, you know, that was such a good question. And I was like so stumped at first, like, I love being comfortable. I love being comfortable, but you just Absolutely. don't grow in, a, in an uncomfortable environment. You know, exactly. Wait, always on your toes. Exactly. Keep yourself on your toes. Like challenge yourself on a daily basis to do something you've never done before or do the stuff that, you know, maybe once owned you and like made you feel like, all right, well, I can't do that. I'm not, it's not possible. I wasn't able to do it before. Then how can I do it now? And I feel Switch like that's that something. Mindset. I feel like that's something this quarantine really gave us the chance to explore on so many different fronts because, you know, comfort, again, it plays into like the whole like systematic balance of things. Like definitely 
if you were so extreme on one end of what you were doing, whether it was work or hobbies, activities, or just your automatic lifestyle, definitely enjoying um, the byproducts of comfort and relaxing can be beneficial for allow you to, to like de-stress and detoxify. Um, however, equally so, it's that comfort that holds you back because, mm-hmm. again, the body's going to seek the path of least resistance. And when you, you already have like those habits and behaviors, you know, programmed that you have this routine, you know, you're going to do and you know the outcome pretty well and you understand the safety behind it. Your body's always going to try to compare a new experience against that. And I know with myself, it's so hard to step out of my comfort zone sometimes because I'll go, why is this new? How is this new experience, you know, just as good as what I'm already doing, you know? And I think what I've been trying and what I've encouraged all of you to try as well is to understand that, get again, get out of your own way. Understand that. Yeah. Like understand that. Just doing the new thing in general, whether it's related to anything, it's still going to push you forward. And, you know, I can't tell you how many times, you know, before I would, you know, say no to things or just not choose to push myself because I knew the more familiar outcome. And with that familiar outcome gave me a feeling of like being in control. But something you mentioned when we spoke on Thursday was that by stepping out of your comfort zone continuously, it gives you that control. So I think it's really just a matter of understanding um, where you are and then what control you Ooh. kind of want to execute. Wade. I like Wade. Wade, I hope you come every weekend. He said, tough times don't last, but tough people do. And mm. that's a whole fact. That's a whole fact. Um, and I think it really goes towards that, you know, callous mind, building that callous mind. And we'll talk about that next week. Um, some tips that we'll share that could help you guys, you know, kind of hone in and get a hold of, you know, your own mindset instead of it letting the get get the best of you. And, um, you know, we are coming up on, I think we have like five more minutes before we end. But, you know, today, like I was telling Tom, uh, he was giving me a rundown earlier today, like, hey, let's get everything set for tonight. Um, And I just had like such a cruddy day. And I was almost allowing my mindset to just like tell you, tell me to shut everything off and just like not do it. I just wasn't about it. And I was talking to myself. I was literally talking to myself through my workout, like, come on, Amanda, like, let's go. Don't let this phase you, you know. You've Absolutely. gone through so much before. You've killed things that, you know, you never would have crushed before. So dig deep. Like, don't let your mental get the best of you because it's just emotions. But your body's capable of doing so much more. So just put that on the back burner. Try to quiet that voice and pull the stronger voice forward. Like, you're a bad bitch. You've done this before. Keep pushing through. Um, it's the and, truth. You know, it's in the, the truth. times where you want to give up is where you need to push further, push harder. Don't allow yourself to fall short. I just always think of the age you old. Can do it. And that's the thing. Like I always think of the age old, like gold mine. 
analogy of like the people in the gold rush of the one guy digging for the gold and stopping like so short. You know, I think to kind of, you know, not only wrap all this up, but just give it, package it in like a nice perspective for all of you. You know, each and every day is is a push through technically for life. You know, your growth and leveling up and your happiness is never anything that is limited and you never have a ceiling on that. Like there's no cap on that. And I think early on in our lives, we just because of the system and like, you know, how we're raised and, you know, just the way things are, you think that you have to have certain achievements and you have to have certain status and be some type of person. And, you know, whatever your goals are for yourself, it's understanding that you each and every day you just have to push through because, you know, you're never you're never where you need to be because there's always somewhere further. And, you know, I used to fall into my comfort zone a lot trying to just relax and be happy and enjoy where I was. And it wasn't until you start to understand that life is a very long kind of totality of sorts. And each and every day is like adding up in that little meter. So, you know, it serves you no purpose to push through one day or, you know, an hour. It kind of, you know, it serves you a lot more just to push through each and every day. Yeah, I mean, you know what's crazy? Both Tom and I, fun fact, both quit our jobs. Like, we dropped our jobs, our old <sighs> jobs, and we went after something that we had passion for. Absolutely. And we became personal trainers. But it took a lot of courage and it took a lot of personal strength to take that leap of faith you know who knows if we would have been successful or not if we would have never done that and it wasn't a one-day action it was over time yeah you know you just like wake up one day and you feel like yourself slugging lower and lower and you're like well this is not how i want to live there's got to be something better out there there's got to be something that you know will make me feel more accomplished or that i can make a difference with and you know we both saw that in ourselves and we dropped our job we dropped everything and we Absolutely. invested in ourselves into, you know, learning something and educating ourselves in something that um, was going to better us in the long run. And it turned out to be great. But you never know if you don't try. You'll never know if you don't step outside your comfort zone. And that's like the, one of the big things too to just kind of wrap it up is that, you know, the way I pictured it, it's that we operate our lives in a ceiling of comfort and we find we hit that point in our lives that we know what's comfortable and it's almost like we kind of keep pushing that barrier and that gap and every time we hit like that ceiling it's almost like we willingly bring ourselves down because we know we're pushing ourselves and so i think the biggest thing out of all this is just to get out of your own way be that transparent honest person and just understand that you know your mind is going to have to be a little bit stronger than you thought in the past but by just trusting your mindset and developing that callous mind that's a superpower in and of itself and you know when mandy brought that up i i, I fell in love with that that terminology of a callous mind uh, you look at your callous yeah, hands Goggins, you know we have 30 seconds left so i definitely want to wrap it up um, absolutely yeah 
Absolutely. So why don't so, you do that for us, Tom? Why don't you wrap it up? Yeah, guys. So um, brr, we worked on the audio quality this past week to deliver a much better show for you guys. So we're going to be chopping that up and editing that and sending that out to you later this evening. It's going to sound super, super mint. We spoke a lot about mind over body today and understanding that your callous mindset can really push you a lot farther than you think, even when you feel like you're going to give up. This is kind of continuing our conversation of just about living your healthy and happy life while under quarantine. Guys, thank you so, so much for listening. You can catch us on Spotify later tonight, um, as well as many other platforms, but Spotify is the dopest one. Um, and guys, thank you so, so much for listening. And yeah, we'll uh, catch you guys next weekend. Take care. Thank you all so, so much for listening to the show. We hope you got tons of value and can't wait to talk to you soon. Remember to share the show with a friend and tag us on social media. You can find us on Spotify and watch live on Instagram every Saturday at 8 p.m. See you next weekend, guys.